Welcome to the Mom Talk Show, where we believe that being an informed mom is key to recognize problems at an early age. As a mom in today's world, facing challenges can be overwhelming, but having the right support can make all the difference. Our mission is to provide helpful and trustworthy information to support you on your parenting journey. Welcome to Mom Talk, the talk show for mom. I'm Genevieve Carlefave and I will be your host. Today we're talking about kids with learning disability in writing and in uh, reading with Lucille Denis. Lucille is an orthopedagogue. This is a big word, right? I know. <laughs> and she's a specialist in writing and reading. So welcome, Lucille. Well, welcome. welcome to Mom Talk. Thank you. It's awesome to have you with us. So today, okay. Um, if my child has difficulties writing or reading, does it mean that uh, she has learning disabilities? So the, the difference between difficulty and disorder or disability, um, difficulty is not persistent. There is a gap, could be a gap, but it's not it's for a certain amount. And if you do help, extra help, it's okay, it's okay at a certain point. But uh, a disability in reading and in writing, it's persistent and it's uh, neurological and neurological. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so, and you need to do extra help with a specialist to help your kids. And uh, so it could be a dyslexia or dysautographia. And, uh, but now we don't use this term anymore. We spoke more about written language disability or disorder depends. It's more disorder, it's more medical and disabilities is more educational. So for me, I'm using more uh, learning disabilities. So um, to make sure it's a disability, we need to assess and to go to a specialist, like a psychological, neuropsychological, or a special therapist to do an assessment. And they have a book called DSM-5, which is the Bible, kind of, and they have criteria. So it has to be neurological, it has to be persistent despite an extra help. Uh, also, it's, uh, you can see that when the learning at school is coming because it's reading and writing and uh, uh, there is no other issues like um, uh, low IQ or something like that. So there is, it's quite strict and uh, they have criteria and they have a bench of assessment to do and after that, they can say, oh, this is a learning disability in writing or reading, et cetera. Mm -hmm. so. so what should we observe in our child, like at home or mm -hmm. at school? So um, when you start school, you can see um, like reading, it's coming slow. It's a mix with the sounds. And some teachers can say, oh, be careful. Um, we see this is observation. But they can say, oh, it's a learning disabilities. They, we are not allowed to do that. So, but they can see some uh, in the writing, some sound. For example, instead of uh, but, they can say debt. But it doesn't mean if you reverse B and D, doesn't mean it's a learning disabilities. It's a question of sound. It's a question of phonological uh, disability. So, and the, the speed of the reading also uh, can, uh, can be um, an observation, a cue, like to say, hmm, it rings me a bell, can, maybe I can check 
and uh, yeah. I mean, my child is six years old and is mm -hmm. learning to read right now, mm -hmm. and he is mixing up his B's and his D's, mm -hmm. and I'm listening people around, and a lot of children are doing this. I think there's a yeah. learning curve. I don't think my child has, uh, like, dyslexia because he's mm -hmm. mixing his letters a little bit, mm -hmm. but there's a point that you have to question this. Absolutely. And what is that point? So, in grade one, it's the brain because the brain doesn't uh, has to figure out the because B and D the shape it's just a question of orientation, so that's fine. Grade one, grade two, if it's not there, we have to make sure it's okay. So uh, at home you can uh, trace on the back the B at the same time you write the B. For example, the the, the word but, but 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 don't forget but. You know, like you make a line and the B the same um, orientation as the others and you can trace on the back to help. So you can reinforce the uh, learning of the shape with different way to explain explicitly the shape and also you can trace and you can uh, observe different Bs, etc. Make a story about the B, why the B this like that or the D difference. And also there's a cue in there that's yeah, very the similar, the you know. Yeah, yeah. So what else can we do at home to help our children with learning to read and to write? And also you can um, help with the songs, you can help with the rhythm. It's the beginning of the learning. Uh, after, when, it's, when they are older, there is other tools like computers, mm -hmm. etc. Um, there is also different program would exist, like the most popular here, it's Orton Gillingham for English speakers. Okay. Um, it's a program, but it's not the only one. Um, Orton Gillingham is based on some research who have proved if you have a structure literacy and based on the science of reading. And this program is to uh, make sure they break dance in little units of the sounds. Uh, for example, for me, when I work with kids, I make sure to identify what, it, what they know already and what they don't know. And based on that, I make a program for what they know and we build on that. So it's step-by-step -step program. Okay, okay. So when should we worry? So when the teachers say, hmm, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hmm, <laughs> I had some observation. And at home also, you know, like the, the, the trust of the mother or the father feelings. And when you, when you see there is a delay for the reading, the, an example for English, there are the sight words. Mm -hmm. uh, it could help when, the, uh, when you make a, a word, it's called segmentation or blending. And when it's for reading, it's to put together the sound. So when it's hard to put together the sounds, it could be a cue for the teacher or for the parents. Maybe I can see a specialist to help now, not to wait to fail, but now to prevent. Okay, okay. And um, so what is recommended for a child? Like if they need more help or if we want to help them? You so, did touch on something earlier, but <laughs> do you have any, yeah. any, any other tools? Or? Sure, so for example, doing the homework, uh, make sure he have a space, a calm space, and to 
not to work too long, like breakdowns in too little, like for example, 10 minutes or five minutes and put a timer and make clear the objective. Oh, so today, tonight, we have that, that, and that. First of all, we can make a choice. What do you want to start with? Oh, maybe we can start with that. Good, so we have 10 minutes to do that. After you can go to a washroom, take a drink, and come back. And we, you know, like to break it to break a little, yeah. Because if not, the brain will be overloaded, and we don't know that. And reading and writing is not natural. So it takes a lot of energy, especially with the writing, because you have to think about the shape, the sound, to put together the sound, to, um, uh, to respect the lines, etc. So there's many, many things to think about. So break down into little units and play with the sounds. If, you're, if you are with little kids at home and for younger, there is book adapted. You can hear the books. Instead of reading, you can read a part and the kid can read a part of the book. So there is many, many ways to help. I do this with my child often. He reads the book and then he wants me to read it. Mm -hmm. But much, I read much faster, right? Absolutely. So he was just happy to listen to it. And then yeah. now he's asking me, where are you? Just point it to me. So now I kind of slow down a little bit mm -hmm. and point where am I, where am I at? So we can actually follow where I'm. Yeah. So we can, it's already recognizing the letters and the sounds and stuff like this, yeah. but we want to keep learning and like put all those building, building blocks there and keep going at it. Yeah. For us, the next step is writing, right? Yes. So writing, I feel you have to know your base on reading first, mm -hmm. and then after this, you start. Uh, uh, it's. It's or it goes together. Yeah, yeah it, <laughs> it goes does together. Go together. Okay. Yeah, it's not because you're a good reader means you're a good writer. Because especially in English, there is more ways to write a sounds, so it's more difficult. In French, it's also difficult, but English, it's more and even more difficult. So to to have a balance between between writing and reading, it's good. And as you said, you can read with your kid or write with your kids and oh I can do this word and you can do this word and oh this is all the sounds I'm, I can hear in this word like, like but, but, you know and um, I can oh there's a B like a B, 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 B you know to help that and um, for the reading you can um, you because you're reading you act like a role model, like a model, so it can hear the good pronunciation mm -hmm. and the intonation of, this, of the language. So. Yes. And where to stop. Where, yeah, I know. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> and when you learn another language, sometimes words blend together and then <laughs> it is difficult. I have uh, experienced that also. But if you speak another language like English, it's a good base because the kids can transfer to a language to another language. So it's not a question of stop talking your mother tongue, like French, like yes. us. It's a question of to show in French what is it and in English, and there is some common words and common spelling words in English and French. So it's a good background to use. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, Lucille, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Where can we find you? So I have my own practice at Nordam. So I work with kids who are learning French, like French immersion or French uh, as a first language. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I'm on my website. You can find Lucille Denis, orthopedagogue. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks again. Thanks. Awesome. To contact us or to view all our available episodes, please go to our website at mom-talk.ca. You can also find us on YouTube at MomTalk and, of course, on, uh, at the YouTube channel, Tri-Cities Community Television. If you're an expert, don't hesitate to contact us. We want to have you on the show. Mom Talk would like to say a big thank you to the Tri-Cities Community Television and La Société Francophone de Maillardville. If you know mom that would benefit from listening to this episode, we're inviting you to share it with her. Always remember, it's important to laugh, keep learning, cherish your village, and be true to yourself. I'm Genevieve Carlefave. Thank you for joining us. Visit us at mom-talk.ca to access our podcast library and stay up to date with our latest content. Follow us on social media for more tips, hacks, and inspiration. Thank you for joining us on this exciting journey of motherhood. <laughs> <laughs>